Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. I love this picture because, and if you're listening to this, yeah, that's too bad, but there's a beautiful picture. You need to go watch the video on YouTube. Beautiful picture of a stack of rocks in this water, and it's a very peaceful scene. This is episode 625. We're dealing today with another monster. What if I fail monster? The monster of failure. And I have a, <clears throat> a lot of different ways to think about this, and some of them are fun uh, and funny, and some are just different ways to think about it. Failure is just part of life. I have a book that I have uh, underway right now, and maybe when you hear this, it will be done. I don't know. I'm doing this at the beginning of 2022, and sometime in the year 2022, toward the end, uh, I, I will finish the book. It's called Failure, the Art and Science of Challenging Boundaries. <laughs> so we're going to talk about what is failure and how to overcome this monster during this uh, show, this episode. <clears throat> and it's uh, it's a really important question. And so there's a there's a, a lot of parts to this. One is, what is the definition of failure? What does it even mean to fail? And another one that's really interesting is, why does it matter about failure? Like, what is there about failure that is so heartbreaking or scary or whatever? Now, I like, you know, the Olympics were a few weeks ago, and it was the Winter Olympics, and some of those folks doing those incredible jumps in skiing or snowboarding, the half pipe or those high, you know, big air, they call them. Holy cow. Two circles, three circles, four circles, you know, 1080, 1550, 19 million spin around, jump up and down, landing on your head or hitting the edge of the half pipe or something. <clears throat> that kind of failure constitutes, you know, catastrophic pain and you know, there, I think there was someone that got hurt and potentially, you know, someone could die, I suppose. And I don't think anyone did, but there was some guy that got hurt. That kind of failure is possible, but it's very rare. And it very rarely is the thing that makes the what if I fail question so scary. So it is more likely something I call wit-ot or wit-autum right? It's what I think others think or what I think others think of me, which is kind of implied. So we're taught what I think others think. And it even is deeper than that <clears throat> because then it goes to what I think of me because of what I think others are thinking of me. And you notice the word think, 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 think is in there. Think means you don't know. So most of the time, you actually have no idea what anyone is thinking. It is rare that they tell you what they're thinking, 
And even if they do, you don't actually know if it's true. And in fact, you know, people look at you and say hi, and they don't care about you, or they look at you and say, oh, that was a good job, and they really thought it was stupid, or they don't say anything because they don't really care. Most of the time, people aren't thinking about you. So what if in every effort, what if in every effort or everything you did, you never paid attention, it was never a variable, what somebody else thought? Now, just imagine that for a minute. It was never a variable. So if you went out to dance, or if you sang a song, or if you did a ski run, or if you wrote a book, or an article, or did a post, what if what someone else thought was never in the equation? Now, I realize people post a lot of stuff on social media because they want to get attention, and people make videos hoping that they'll go viral and somehow they'll be important. But again, all that's grounded in what I'm thinking others think or what I hope they think of me. Oh, dear, I hope they think I'm cool. You know, that kind of thing. And building your life on that is uh, quicksand. Because what people think from one minute to the next changes. Now, as I record this, this happens to be day eight or nine of, or something like that of the madness taking place in Eastern Europe, where Russia has invaded Ukraine and is trying to destroy the country. Or we actually have no idea what the goal is in, in the mind of the invader. And the people that are on the ground don't even know, according to some reports. And if you think about that, uh, nine, ten days ago, the world was cruising along, and suddenly the whole world, literally the whole world, is taken over by this insane drama that is unfolding. So the opinions of people are can change like lightning, Right? And the, the drama and power of this individual occurrence has made everything else back page news, right? And just before this, there were huge demonstrations in different places, but here in Canada, especially about masks and blocked borders and everything, all of that is like, yeah, what? Because this other thing has taken over. My point isn't to draw attention to the fact that news cycles change and change quickly. We know they do. It is to demonstrate how fleeting whatever anybody else was thinking is. So basing your effort, your desire or determination to try something on what you think somebody else is going to think is not only quicksand, but it vanishes in a heartbeat as fast as a news cycle. So let's go to the question, what if I fail? The fear of failure monster. Well, what if you do fail? I can guarantee you like you sit here, you're going to fail. You're going to fail at things you do. So let's define failure so that doesn't sound as harsh as I'm intentionally making it sound right now. Failure is just getting an unexpected outcome. Usually one not as good, we would call it bad. I got a bad outcome, something I didn't want. I wanted this, I got that. Yuck, I failed. <laughs> didn't get as good a grade as I wanted. Uh, as many people didn't come to the class as I wanted. I didn't make as much money as I wanted. I asked somebody for something and they said no. I proposed to him or her and she said no. He said no. Whatever. No, 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 no. I didn't get what I wanted and it was a yucky outcome. So that's part one. Part two is 
And then I felt stupid. And then I felt bad. And then I took the fact that the outcome was different than I thought, and I turned it into something worse. I took the truth that I tried this and got that, and then I turned that into a story of inadequacy, a story of not enough. And in the, in the song, Anthem of Sorrow, and I want you to go listen to that. Get on Spotify and look up my name, Anthem of Sorrow. It, it, the chorus there talks about the story of not good enough. That story controlled my life overtly or subtly for decades because I was worried all the time about what somebody else thought. I will never know what I would have done or would have, you know, accomplished or something if I had scrubbed that from my memory earlier. I am scrubbing it now, okay? I perform now with these podcasts, with these videos, with music, with reckless abandon, because what I think others think has been scrubbed from my hard drive. The only comparison that matters <clears throat> is what you did and what you did today versus tomorrow or yesterday versus today. Are you growing? Are you changing? I was just writing something about, <clears throat> it's called the scroll of truth and power. And I was talking about the gates of growth. The gates of growth, those are the gates that guard the entry field into the accomplishment of life. And often we look across that field and we see <clears throat> the desired accomplishment out there. And those gates can become bars. And the names on the bars are fear, procrastination, and self-sabotage. If you live or if I live in that fear, you'll never get anywhere. So what are you going to do about that? Since we now know that failure is a story, it, it may be a fact. The fact is I tried this and got that and I meant, you know, to get this other thing. I wanted to make $100, I made 50. I wanted to, you know, do a video and I stumbled and forgot my lines. You know, those are the facts. The power comes from the story we make out of it. So, Let's talk about how to take the facts of getting an outcome not as not up to what we expected and turning that into something positive instead of a monster that straps you to the ground, makes you not try again and hide and create all kinds of reasons to delay. Shall we? So the first thing is to recognize this is a story. You don't know what anyone's thinking, and even if the entire universe stood up and laughed at you... <clears throat> There's nothing there that matters. Your, your heart didn't stop. The sun's going to come up tomorrow. And the fact that they had nothing better to do than to come and laugh at you says a whole lot more about them and not very much about you because you were the one out there doing stuff, whatever the stuff is. So if you do a run on a ski mountain or a snowboard and you fall on your face and you slide down the hill and everybody stood there and laughed, so go do another one. Go learn. So there's a distinction I want to talk about here, and that is go get through versus take from. We're all going to have tons of experiences in our life that don't go like we wanted, that didn't measure up to what we planned, that were short or lower or less than what we wanted or thought. That's going to happen. Happens to me still all the time. The magic here, and this is the magic to getting rid of this monster, is stop making a story about that. 
Number one story, stop making it mean something about you. Okay, I need to practice more. Okay, I need to work on that. Oh, I need to do that different. Start sooner, do this first, second, whatever. depends on whatever you're trying to do, right? If I sing a song and my throat gets sore, gee, I need to practice more. If I try to play something on the piano, I make a mistake or 10 mistakes or 15 mistakes, I need to practice more, okay? Happened the other day. I went to church at a meeting on a Sunday night, and I had been asked to play the organ. Uh, I know all the hymns in the church hymn book very, very well. I've been playing, doing this all my life, and I forgot my reading glasses, Two of the three songs I knew well enough to squint and do them. One of them I didn't. I mean, I knew the song, but I needed the music. And then I would have been able to play it perfectly and do just fine, and I didn't have my reading glasses, and I couldn't see it, so I made some mistakes. And they were not trivial. They were mistakes, you know? And I'm sure that many of the congregation understood that. Nobody said anything, and I'm sure nobody cared. If I don't want to do that, I need to make a better effort to bring the glasses or... Practice all of them ahead of time so that I can do it with my shut like I can with some. So that's just the fact. And the story I make out of it is the thing that carries power, not the fact itself. One, the get through versus take from distinction is this. When something goes or is going less than you thought or wanted, we can have the feeling, oh, I can't wait to just get through this. Oh, no, I'm so embarrassed. I want to hide under the chair, blanket, fall off the organ bench, whatever, right? Or you can say, what am I going to take from this thing? Now, there's a book called Peak. The title of it is Peak, and it's really good. It talks about how people really get to be peak performers and it, it talks about, you know, the 10,000-hour thing that Malcolm Gladwell talked about. And it, it's interesting because the, the author of this book is actually the guy who did the research that the 10,000-hour thing came from. And the name of the author is Anders Ericsson. And if you're watching the video, you've seen the book here. Peak. And this is the original. He's the OG, right? The guy that did all the stuff from which all the other quotes come. He has a phrase in there called deliberate practice, and it is a specialized kind of intentional practice that actually causes real growth, accomplishment, and power. So if you want to do something, take lessons from every failure, meaning event where you didn't get what you wanted, take note of, notice the stories that you're creating around those events, and make conscious choices about those stories. Here are the positive truth. You're trying something. You're trying something new that you don't have a total proficiency at. You are making a choice to continue, even if you're getting an outcome that was different than you wanted. <clears throat> you're going ahead anyway. No one can keep you from manifesting your divine gifts. Only you. Only you can let the story of Wittot, what I think others think, get in the way. So make a choice to take lessons or information or instruction from every event, engage in deliberate and intentional practice and read that book, Peak. And then learn to love yourself for your effort. You're out there doing and trying and bless your heart, yay, for every effort you give. Failure doesn't isn't anything. It's just an event. End the stories. And that will help you overcome this monster. 
And as you do that work over and over again in every single area of your life, every single endeavor that you have, there's no question you'll be living your ultimate life. Open your heart in this time around. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet.